I was teaching a middle school class when all of a sudden my phone buzzes. I pick up my phone and see the words my sister texted me. They found the diagnosis for mom. She only has four months. I was confused, so I quickly texted back. Four months of treatment or four months to live? I was anxiously waiting for a response. No, four months to live. It felt as if someone had punched me straight in the stomach. I couldn't focus. I couldn't stand it. I didn't know what to do. After staring into space, trying to gather thoughts together, I ran to the front office of the school and they let me leave. I drove and kept driving. It was hard to see the road in front of me. The tears were blurring my vision. I can't live without my mom. I am too young to live without a mother, I thought. I visited her in April. It was hard for me to stay in Texas doing nothing while my mother was in Utah suffering from cancer. When I was there, I sat with her in the wooden rocking chair next to her bed. I would talk to her and ask her questions about her childhood. I tried to do what I could to help, but soon enough, the trip came to an end. On the plane back, I began to think, what if that was the last time I would ever see her? I might never see her again. My heart started beating faster and faster. I didn't want to cry while people were around, so I tried choking it back. But I couldn't take the pain sitting in my throat, begging to come out. I looked to the window and saw the clouds and mountains, and I just let go. I cried almost all the way home. I can't live without my mom. I have anxiety, and I was afraid. And while anyone would be afraid and sad about losing their mom, my anxiety took it to a whole nother level. I won't be able to live without her. I can't go on. I visited again in May. She always sat in her striped chair and just looked out the window. Her only view was a garden that hadn't been groomed in a while. She always talked about how she wanted to clean up the garden and put new flowers in. For Mother's Day, I bought flowers, planted them in the garden, and put them in pots so she wouldn't have to see the garden she wished she could fix. Instead, she would see the garden she always wanted. When she saw the colorful flowers, she smiled a great big smile that lit up the room. That summer, we drove out to Utah, as we usually do. One night, we went to a restaurant that we all, that we all liked called Iceberg. We came home and played Yahtzee. My mom won and probably got one of her best scores ever, which is saying something considering her love for Yahtzee. The next morning, it was decided that she probably shouldn't do much anymore so no more going to Iceberg and playing Yahtzee. She stayed up, <clears throat> she stayed in her bed all day, not able to even get up to the bathroom by herself. I would sit next to her bed and try to comfort her as much as I could, but with kids wanting to play and go do things, sometimes it wasn't easy. Every summer we would go to my parents' house, then go to our cabin. We were there for about two days when my anxiety kicked in, and I started to worry. I need, it. I need to be with her. I can't stay here. One of my sisters called and told mo me mom wasn't doing well. It was decided that we would go back. The car ride felt ten times longer than normal. If only there was something I could do. When her conditions became worse and worse, we started doing things that assured we all knew what was to come. We had the kids ask her questions about her life and the things she loved, all of us took our turns staying in her room with her. 
but my dad never left her side, holding hands with her in a tight grip, as if trying to keep her here. Eventually, we wouldn't let the kids see her because they carried too many germs. On July 13th, it was my niece Helen's birthday, so my mom's granddaughter. My sister took Helen and my daughter to get their nails done, but while they were gone, my mom decided to turn off her oxygen. My mom knew it was time to go. My sister came back, and after she heard the news, <coughs> when we were all there, the oxygen was turned off. We again took turns watching her. I was watching her, and she said to me, Becky, what day did I die? I was shocked when she s said that, and I told her, Mom, you're still alive. She looked at me again and said, Well, what day is today? I told her what day it was, but when she said that, I knew. I knew that today was the day. Today was the day when I would have to let go. Let go. Eventually, I went downstairs to help with the cake for Helen's birthday. Lots of the cousins were here to celebrate, all running and yelling. It was so loud I couldn't even hear my own thoughts, which I guess was a good thing, considering that if I could hear them, I would just think about things that would make me feel even more miserable. Brandon, my brother-in-law, ran down the stairs. He looked at my sister and I with worry and said, I think you should come upstairs. My sister, <clears throat> my sister and I looked at each other, terror showing on our face, and we ran upstairs. We looked through her doorway and saw her face. She was pale and still. We thought that was it, but we heard her slow, choppy breaths. The kids were gathered around, all crying, but not loud enough to block out the sound of her breathing. Inhale, exhale, slower and slower, until it stopped. We all stood there not wanting to let go, not wanting it to be official, waiting for her to sit up and smile as if everything was normal, but we knew that wouldn't happen. When people came to take her and get her ready for the funeral, it was hard to see her go. She was really gone after that. I didn't know what to do. It was like the world completely changed with her gone. Everything was different. Every day I would find something that reminded me of her, and I couldn't not think of her and miss her and cry about her. Some days I wouldn't know how to be a mom, and I just wished I could call her and ask her what to do. But I couldn't because she was gone. Some days I felt lonely, and I just wished I could call my mom and tell her. But I couldn't because she was gone. I learned how to be a mom. I found other things to do when I felt lonely. Because she was gone, I had to do things on my own. I could look at a picture of her and smile instead of cry. I had ever overcome one of my biggest fears. I was stronger.